Hello everyone, it's Coach Heather from TikTok. You may know or remember me as Coach Heather 904. And welcome to our podcast, Get Happy and Drop the Label. In this podcast, we will discuss healing and recovering from all types of trauma. Trauma does not end at growing up. Healing the trauma starts by talking about it. We make ourselves aware and those who seek the truth will keep seeking the truth. We are fully committed to ourselves and to others at the pursuit of happiness, or we will die trying. And remember, recovery is not one size fits all. Hello, everyone. This is our podcast, Get Happy. And my name is Coach Heather. You may know or remember me from TikTok as Coach Heather 904. And here with me today is my co-host, Diamond Morellas, and our special guest, Cassie, which she uh, actually has been with us before in the past. You guys can check out her episode. It's called A Day in the Life of Cassie. It's one of my favorite episodes, which is why we had Cassie come back with us. And you, if you guys listen to our podcast, you know that we kind of talk about addiction. We talk about trauma. We talk about recovery, which can kind of be some pretty heavy stuff to talk about. So a lot of people ask me all the time, Heather, how did you make it through 30 years of trauma? How did you make it through this how'd you make it through that and uh to just easily put it in, in like in a nice little fitted box I would uh just simply say dark humor because sometimes the only thing you can really do is just laugh and we thought that with all of the heavy things that we've been talking about lately that gives us a great opportunity to just laugh so we're gonna hit you with some dark humor today we're gonna just uh just spit out uh, some things this is I don't know about uh Cassie and Diamond but for me this is the first time I've got to have uh, a adult adult conversation in the last couple of uh weeks so I'm just super excited so we're gonna laugh probably not gonna cry make some jokes hope no one gets offended if you do you can come on our podcast and tell us why <laughs> but anyways without further ado um I am going to pass the mic over to Cassie and just let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Cassie. I am an old lady single mom and definitely have laughed my way to this point because I, looking back, I've been through some serious stuff and I feel like without a sense of humor, I would probably be insane or my sister, one of the two. And, you know, right before we uh, started recording, you actually brought up a really great point. You said that our, ge- actually, you repeated. What did you say about our generation? Oh, we were made for the collapse of society because we grew up with our parents were our oppressors. And so we're already emotionally in a place where we can, we're already numb. And so now we're just like our fight response has been activated. So the whole generation's like, no. And so where it's like a mask sneaking out of your room, but not, if that makes sense. And, you know, that's funny when you said sneaking out of your, your room, because I want to know how <clears throat> at 16, I had the balls to sneak out of my room in the middle of the night and steal my mom's car. But I don't have the courage to go to the grocery store now. My anxiety tells me to stay home. 
I mean, I <laughs> too have done that, but I was 15 and there, yeah, like it's, it's because you went out then and something happened and now you're like, I don't want that to happen again. Like we condition ourselves with all the crap that we survived. Like literally we traumatized ourselves when we weren't being traumatized by our parents. We were out doing dumb shit and traumatizing ourselves. <laughs> so like now every time I go out of my house, I just, my, even my kids like your head's on a swivel mommy. And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Excuse me. I know right before um, we started recording too, uh, you brought up, uh, or maybe I did, I can't remember now, but one of us brought up 9-11. And I thought that was another great thing be to bring up because generationally, I would say that our generation can identify with that. And that's a, a trauma in itself because it just kind of seems like in our society, we've just had trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma. And um, what were you saying about, will you say that again? What happened to you that morning? Because I thought that was kind of crazy. Oh, I was asleep in a room with like a not, it was like, it was not a real door. It should not have been like the main door to the house. It had really crappy lock on it. And I just remember the door, like a crazy wind blowing the door open. I came out of my room to the TV on and the towers falling. Like I got startled awake to stumble out and see the towers it was a whole and my sister came home early from school and she was crying because they watched it in class like it was a whole weird like when our grandparents say they remember where JFK was like that they're like I know exactly where I was when I got the news like I remember exactly that morning I remember every detail of that morning I do too what about you Diamond What do I remember about 9-11? Yeah. Um, I was like the same age as you. I was only like 10. So, um, but I'm from Boston. So what happened for us, a lot of our parents, they would ride like the, um, the subways and stuff. Like, I don't really, I don't know because I was little, but basically a lot of our parents had like commuter jobs. So you had the kids whose parents worked in the city. They were taken to one room. You had the kids who, whose parents weren't, and they were taken to one room. So we actually had two kids at our school whose parents died, like different, not just like, not both, but like one parent. So we actually had two families from our like area um, be affected by it. And so it's also my friend's birthday. So it was kind of like weird because his birthday party got canceled. So I think I remember his birthday party being canceled more than I remember September 11th happening. But my daughter is actually born September 12th. And so I got induced on September 11th. And I was like, oh, my gosh, please don't let me have this baby today because this is a horrible day in the world. And um, after I had her... I end up finding out it's like the next day because you know those like medicines when you're pregnant and stuff. And they tell me they were like, "Well, your baby was born on the day when the United States was like the most together and was like the most unified." And it's interesting because like as I've as she's gotten older and like I'll tell people her birthday, that's like the number one thing that people say. They say like September twelfth was like the day that like the nation like came together and like people were just like hugging and stuff like that. So I guess. 
I wouldn't really say it had like an impact on me because I think I was too young. But there is a documentary on Netflix that kind of really goes into depth about it. And it actually wasn't the first time that the towers were even attacked. It was like maybe the second or third. And so I watched it and I was like really intrigued by it because it almost seemed like we knew that was going to happen. But, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. So I'm going to leave it there. But there is something on Netflix. No, that was an inside job. Interesting. Yeah, like the Netflix series had me shook. I was like, whoa, seems like you guys knew about this. But hey. <laughs> I mean, they moved all of the major people out of the buildings like prior to them collapsing. And then a whole separate building on the other side of like the street collapsed for no reason. I'm just saying. What's the name of the documentary? Girl, I don't know. You gotta like just look it up. <laughs> it'll okay. it'll come up. Like I mean, but it's everywhere though. Like the nine eleven thing is like a big conspiracy. I think again, I was too young. Me and you are the same age. I personally think we were too young to really know like too much about it, other than like the buildings were coming down and like everyone was quiet watching on the TV. Like, I remember, like, some adults were, like, crying. But, like, honestly, at the time, I was like, why are they crying? Like, I don't get it. Like, I didn't know what what the World Trade Center and stuff was. Um, but, and I know, like, in Pennsylvania, there's Flight 94, 97. Flight something in Western Pennsylvania because I guess that plane came down first. So there is, like, a little sign when you're driving past there. But I mean, that's about as much as I know about September 11th. I, my daughter's birthday is September 12th. So that's my happy story there. That is a very happy story. Um, and I'm really sorry that you, or my condolences to the people in your area. I don't know anybody personally. And so that, that was the first time I ever heard anybody say they knew someone personally. So that's, again, my condolences. And I just want to ask, uh, Clayton, can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, my this is my brother Clayton. Um, we were having audio tech issues at the beginning, and I wasn't sure if he could join us. So, I'll introduce him now. This is my brother Clayton, and he came to just enjoy the dark humor with us today. So, I will let him introduce himself. You just introduced me. Like yeah, him. yeah. See, this I is told... this is him and everything. Anyway, go ahead. You said, See, you, I told you. It's like a brother thing. It is. Anyway, about the topic before, I was six. I remember nothing. I remember. <laughs> I, was I remember. Um, I was in our fourth grade classroom and at the Christian school that we went to and they told us all to go home you must have been in kindergarten because I was in the fourth grade and we went to grandma Nancy's house and um they said that we were all gonna go move to West Virginia and live in the caves in the mountains because they were not wrong <laughs> normal reaction. wait why because that's where they were originally from they migrated to Florida because of September, see, girl, I don't even know how you remember that. I don't remember anything. 
I don't know how I remember that either. Um, it's like the thing that I remember and then like talking to Clayton of our, in our childhood, like he'll remember stuff and I'm like, well, I don't remember that at all. Diamond, will you repeat yourself? Oh, I said, is he younger than you? Clayton is four years younger than me. Yeah. I When that happened, I was probably too busy getting yelled at for reading too fast or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened when you read too fast? They made me read the book again. They like, you didn't read that. I'm like, I just read it. The bear is black. <laughs> he has, he's, you want me to read it again? And then they made me read that book three times. When you say they, are you talking about mom? Or are you talking about the school? The school. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to a um an all Christian school when we when we were young. And do you remember that you used to wear have to put those band aids on your fingers? Yeah, I do remember that. And why? uh, but most of what most of what <laughs> they I said why? Clayton, <laughs> why did you have to wear those? Because I picked my nose too much. <laughs> Heather, why would you put his business out? You know what? I'll go ahead and I'll just, I used to also pick my nose when I was little. And I remember distinctly being teased for it by my family members. And I did not care. If there was an opportunity to tease me, Heather was on it. <laughs> I, but that is a literal, that is a... I would go as far as to say a God-given human right of a sibling. Heather, Heather convinced me I didn't know how to walk till I was six years old. What? <laughs> you two are I mean, I mean... I can, You're going to so, have to recollect that. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember he convinced me that I, like... That I, like, couldn't walk properly because I had a gorilla brain. <laughs> what? That's delicious. <laughs> so I convinced my sister um, for in 1999 Y2K. I was obsessed with Tool. And is anyone else familiar with the band Tool? Yes, and I'm so oh. glad that you brought up Y2K. Like, so you know the song Enema, the one where he talks about like the world ending. Yes. I convinced my sister. She's seven years younger than me. So I was 14. She was seven. I convinced her that that song was like a prediction and it was going to happen on New Year's Eve. And then I like told her that she was probably not going to make it because she couldn't swim. And um, she was so scared that she went to my mom crying and I got so grand I was not allowed to leave the house for New Year's because I signif I really scared her to into thinking the world was going to end on New Year's Eve. Oh my gosh. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Y2K story too. Uh, I don't know if Clayton will remember this. I don't even know if you were there actually because this was 2000 so you would have been like three or four. But, you know, uh, Y2K, so, um, and uh, they were doing the crystal ball and they were counting down at five, four, three, two, one. And my stepdad and his brothers, they went into the circuit breaker room and they turned off the electricity. And my aunt was nine months pregnant and she almost 
almost went into labor because everybody freaked out so badly because uh, <laughs> that the Y2K thing happened. What the Dude. heck is Y2K? Where they thought that the computers were going to reset because, like, they weren't made to go into the 2000s or whatever. Like, they legit thought that, like, the digital world was going to end. So there was all these, like, precautions people were taking. Like, it was ridiculous. I it was I'm ridiculous. so confused how you remember this stuff. Like, us being the well, same I'm, age and you just I'm being older like... than you. No, Heather, though. Me and Heather are the same age. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So uh, if you don't remember your childhood, madam. I remember that, but I don't remember <laughs> Y2K. I remember, like, Back to the Future. Is that part of Y2K? Not at all. That's a movie. No, like, something with Back to the Future was like, no, that was only a few years ago when we got to the year of Back to the Future. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't really remember that because I don't. I've never seen Back to the Future. Don't shoot me. But like, yeah, I remember that. But no, Y two K was like a huge deal. Like a huge deal. Your parents definitely probably stressed out about it. Really? They thought yes. the internet was gonna crash. They thought, no, it was bigger than that. It was like the internal clocks of the, the digital world were going to stop and like the banks were going to fit. Like they legit thought the whole world was going to end on Y2K. Mm -hmm. they did. So they thought the world was going to blow up or something? No, they uh, basically like society was going to collapse because everything was digital at that point. And so like they weren't going to be able to conduct any business, right? Like they weren't going to be able to do anything and all the money was going to be gone. Like everything was just going to kind of fall apart. I don't know. I was well, 14 and I people being like the leaders of our world right now. <laughs> and they literally thought that this was going to happen. Like, cause it sounds stupid to me, bro. The people that, in charge that's of why Prince world... made the song party. Like it's 1999. That that's why Prince wrote that song. Mm -hmm. Bro, the people in charge of our world cannot send emails without help from younger staff members. Yeah, my dad to this day, I have to show him how to turn on the computer. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm like, it's two buttons. They both turn it on. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but, but yeah, like the Y2K, they... Um, what, like what she was saying, they thought the whole world was going to, I don't know if you've seen that movie um, with Keanu Reeves, I think it's called When the World Stood Still or Time Stood Still or something like that, but they just thought everything electronic was going to stop working, um, but it didn't, it was fine. You went from that to 2012. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and then so like, and then going back to the childhood trauma, you know, we had Y two K, we had nine eleven, we had twenty twelve. Now we got the uh, women's women's rights, and I don't know what else. I can't remember all of it. it. But like Cassie said, we're just numb to it now. We're just like, okay, here's another one. Here's another one. The Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Here's Tuesday. <laughs> pandemic. Huh. It's weird. What did you say? I said we lived through a pandemic. That in itself is like weird. Like when our kids are older, we're gonna be like, yeah, we lived through 9-11. We lived through a pandemic. We lived through two recessions. Like this is why we're depressed. Bro. Another one bites the dust. 
And we I'm so tired of living in unprecedented. Can I get a precedented day? Just one day of a precedented thing, like where nothing happens. No congressmen are accused of sex trafficking. None of them are accused of diddling kids where a mosque isn't blown. Can I just have a day where everybody minds their fucking business? Pardon my language. That would be nice if, if yeah, if some people would mind. Actually, that would be really nice if everybody <laughs> would mind their business. You know, if everybody would just kind of looked at everyone else from a point of compassion and understanding and, and also just mind, mind their business. But not everybody can do that. No, no. I'm so tired of living through unprecedented times. Like, it's insane. I'm tired. I'm sure y'all are tired, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty tired. I guess that's why we're having this funny podcast that we can <laughs> make ourselves feel better for 30 minutes. <laughs> I sit down at the picnic table and eat a whole pumpkin pie. I feel like that's my business and you shouldn't look at me. I agree with you, sir. I agree with you too. I would eat cherry pie though, but yes, I agree. I've never had pumpkin pie. What? First of all, <laughs> no <laughs> no why what reason do i have to eat pumpkin pie what reason do you not have to eat pumpkin pie have you ever had a, a pie crust full of pumpkin good what yeah the the actual- pie, what? Never pumpkin pie what i think it's a cultural thing do people like in the that part of the u.s not eat pumpkin <laughs> pie cultural as in black heather oh wait no whoa 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 wait no uh there i've never been to a black get together where there's not pumpkin pie um like a thanksgiving staple that's a thing yeah especially in the south and then sweet potato pie too but i'm from the north so like i think up here we um yeah no i noticed if i noticed this is what i've noticed with the pumpkin pie my friends who are biracial, but like their mom is white, they've had pumpkin pie and they've liked it. So I'm sure that it tastes good. My friends who are biracial like me, but who were raised by their like black side, they've never had pumpkin pie because the black people didn't eat the pumpkin pie. Girl, you need, so we, we've never you need had it. That. What? I've noticed that so like my friends who have white family members have had pumpkin pie and they've liked it like my biracial friends and they've liked it but I've never had it then my friends like me who were raised with their predominantly black family have never had pumpkin pie we've only ever had sweet potato pie so we tend to not know if it actually tastes good or not. We believe them. We've just never had they it. Taste and the we same. don't have it yeah, at our function. Yeah, that's what I've been told that they're similar. I've just never had it. Like, I've never had it. I've, I've tried a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. That's disgusting. It was nasty. So only white girls named freaking Courtney with Ugg boots and sideways messy ponies drink those. They're disgusting. Yeah, I tried it because because I actually tried it because we were having that conversation, how we noticed, like, depending on like where our family was from, some of us never had like one or the other. 
So we were all like, okay, well, let's go try the pumpkin spice latte. You know, it's, it's always big around ha- Halloween. And it was disgusting. And I was very upset. I'm going to post a question on my TikTok and ask, because I have a pretty decent amount of the Black community following me. And I'm going to ask because I've only ever had it with my Black family and I've had both. Yeah, I've never. Um, like, are you sure it was pumpkin pie? I'm positive. Like, because my I, they look the same to me because my friend, her mom had one's darker. Yeah, she made pumpkin pie and I looked at it. I was like, mm, that doesn't look right. So I didn't eat it. Yeah, pumpkin and, pie is lighter than sweet potato pie. But no, like, because my grandpa was from Indiana and my grandma, my granny was from Georgia. Because it's, like it's like a real thing up here because we were talking about it. Like, we've noticed that. And then, like, my just straight up black friends, they're not eating pumpkin pie. What kind of childhood did you have that you don't? What? I just don't even know what to say right now. Like, pumpkin yeah, pie is potato pie. <laughs> That's the conversation I have when I tell people about corn pudding. What's corn pudding? What? Sir, you can't just drop that bomb. Like, what is it? Is it like corn casserole? Like, what is it? What is corn casserole? Fire. It's sort of like a... It's kind of like... Okay, so it's sweet corn, and you put it in a pan, and it's supposed to be like with a... I think it's like graham crackers, not graham crackers, breadcrumbs, and you put it in the oven. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's, it's, it's not really put in. It's probably a corn. That Is sounds good? like. Oh, yeah, oh side note, Clayton, can you tell them about the water pie? Water pie? What the heck? I've oh. seen that on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, this, it's like the white you people it, You're like, this is going to be good. And it's, I don't. Four ingredients, yeah, four bad ones. It's some white people. I saw that on TikTok and it looks disgusting. They literally made a pie out of water. You you get the crust, you put the water in it, then you add like, what was it, like salt and butter or like some starch and butter. (laughs) And you're like, then you bake it and then you're going to eat it. And I'm like, you're out of your your mind. Wait, how do you eat it? Is there like is a, just pot, a crust? You take it and then you cut a piece and you throw it in the garbage. Period. Because <laughs> that sounds weird. It was it, bad. It's like this is a depression. It's supposed to be like some Great Depression hack recipe. Oh, I'm talking about people from the Great Depression. I am so sorry. I take it back. No, yeah. you can laugh because some <laughs> of the stuff that they made at my autism indicates I would have just starved. Thinking of the texture uh, yeah. of that pie, just I'd rather not eat. Sorry. It it looks like you know those like bulletin gels. <laughs> That's what it looked like it was filled with. Oh, <laughs> dude. Okay, so there's a TikToker that he actually cooks um like Great Depression food, and it some of it looks really good, but some of it like it's just like ketchup with like orange slices in jello like i don't know what they were yeah. doing back that, then are you talking about like the tuna jello casserole stuff thing? like that yes or like uh like oats and butter baked in a dish like like that's supposed to be some like i mm, i'd have just starved i wouldn't be here when you were younger cassie did your mom force you and your sister to eat all of your food Yes, and I've gotten my ass beat many times behind creamed corn. What is creamed corn? Girl, it is, it's, 
It's like corn and condensed milk, and it's Ew. canned. What and heck? it's just it's and it's like not whole kernels. It's like little pieces, and it is disgusting. And my autism says I'd rather starve. Take yeah, a good thing and make it bad. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> what do you say, Clayton? Will you repeat that? I said, let's take a good thing and make it bad. That <laughs> Yeah. They messed up cream corn and water and pie. Dude, I mean, I'm... Mm, mm. Uh, I'm afraid can't. that um, we're actually all up out of our time tonight. I'm so sad. We'll have to do this again because this was so fun and I had like a lot of belly laughs. Um, thank you so much, Cassie. Belly Dr. laughs. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love those when you're like your belly jam. Sorry, I missed the first 25 minutes because I couldn't get <laughs> down to work. Uh, that's okay i told cassie and diamond that you were awesome so and now they have met you and can see that i was right so you definitely will have to come back if you want to i'm sure that i've done nothing fun. but proved it <laughs> you know i'm always right no i'm just kidding <laughs> but anyway so like thank you everyone <laughs> yeah yeah just like on opposite <laughs> yeah we're gonna have to oh man i'm sad we didn't have time for that but thank you everyone and good night Bye. Bye.